Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. Thank you so much for joining Straight Out of Savannah, talking with Tammy. My guest, Jamie Arias, is here. I'm so excited that she has finally decided to join me. So she's going to share a little bit about herself and what her vision is. Hi. Yes, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Um, so I am a relationship coach, and I work with um, mothers and daughters specifically. And what that encompasses is any mother-daughter relationship, so stepmother, stepdaughter, in-laws, um, all of that, and really helping them to upgrade the relationship and also to heal some of the hurts maybe that have kind of continued on for a long period of time and they've just kind of gotten in the way of those relationships. So um, yeah, I'm super excited about that. I actually have a Facebook group for um, mothers and daughters too. What's the name of it? Uh, mother and daughter relationships. Okay, easy. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I like awesome. easy. Exactly. And, and those relationships are not easy. So I have some great tools to to help with that because they can be some of the most difficult relationships I think that we have. I I totally agree. Um, I totally agree. So my first book was called Unchain Your Mama. And it was about mother-daughter relationships. <laughs> so I totally agree. And I actually wrote about my mother because that relationship was crazy for a long time. And actually the healing that came from writing that story and the fact that she was one of the first people to buy it. So that was like amazing. And, and now, you know, our relationship has just, totally transformed you know I talk to her almost every day and not because I don't want to but because I want to <laughs> right you know because there's always that you know I feel like I need to do this so I'm going to do it but it's not not that way anymore and I'm so super excited so this group I think is really going to be helpful to people you know to fix those relationships you know maybe to give people perspective on the other person, you know, because a lot of times, especially as a daughter, you, you don't get perspective on your mother as a person, you know, you and as a human, you just think about them as your mother. And, you know, and so that is a lot of what needs to transform. So how did you get, how did you decide to pursue this um, work in your business? So I've been, I've uh, been doing a lot of training in um, trauma and I wanted to combine my art too. I'm also an artist, a painter. And so I was like, okay, so how am I going to do all this stuff? And then I um, realized that really the most powerful thing that I've transformed is that transformed in my own life is that relationship with my mom. I mean, we had no relationship or a bad relationship or whatever you want to call it, very dysfunctional for 44 years. I mean, 
from very from when I was a child I mean con there, there just was a constant rub and um, so the fact that I was able to turn that relationship and transform both of us really and it do in doing that and I and I would guess that you had the same experiences that it changed really every other relationship in my life and everything yes because it it gave you such a different perspective and I liken it to growing up you know because when 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 you're younger you see things one way and basically just one way and then as you grow you know my grandmother used to say all the time live a little longer and I find myself saying that to my children (laughs) just live a little longer you know whatever's going on with you it's going to change yep or one way or the other live a little longer and so I laugh because when she used to say that she would say stuff like I would ask her about something that was going on because I had a really close relationship with her much closer than with my mom and so I would ask her, you know, what about this? What do I need to do about that? And she would give me this terrible answer like Jesus. That's what I used to say. I said, why are you giving me a parable? Because <laughs> I don't know what you're talking right? about. Right? <laughs> right? You can you just give me the answer? Just yeah, get to I the point. Can I have a short yeah. answer? Yeah, short exactly. One, you know? Yeah. And so she would give me these parables. And of course, I wouldn't understand what the world she was talking about. And then later on, it would come to me, you know, and I was like, okay. And then I would remember that she said, you just need to live a little longer. And I was like, okay, all right. And now, you know, of course, now I understand that. So when you started looking at your relationship, because what were you, what were you doing before as far as business? Um, so I um, have actually over the probably over the last five years have have tried to move into coaching and have struggled with the whole niche thing and um, and where I fit in. And I'm really actually a teacher at heart. Like that's what I am first is a teacher. And um, and that's what I did in this relationship is taught myself how to transform myself in in to um, transforming a, a creating a relationship. So I used really everything. You know, I used my creativity. I used um, my teaching abilities. All of that stuff to transform that that relationship and to transform me into someone who can have that next level relationship. Um, and so. Um, I say relationship coach, but I, you know, I, I'm a course writer, a teacher, a, you know, I, all, a, a, a daughter, a mother, uh, all of those things. And I think you have to have all of those things to transform the, those, these are, these are big relationships, yes. you know? Yes. Um, and I, I think you have to, to, um, really want, want to do the work yes. in order to transform it. Um, when, when I started, um, working on it, I, um, in 
about 2012, I had a lot of health issues too. And I think that that's kind of that, like what you're saying, that growing up and, and, um, life just like hitting you right between the eyes. And, um, I, at, at one point I was actually starting to lose my vision and, um, went with my mom to, um, the, this, uh, specialized eye surgeon to kind of look at and see what was going on. And I had, I don't, I don't, I don't know what other people's experiences are, but sometimes when we have a, like a disability or we have something going wrong or whatever, we become really good at hiding it. And people don't really know, like actually really truly what's going on and to what extent. And so when he put the eye chart up, I couldn't even read the biggie with my left eye. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my mom was in the room and she just lost it. She was like, what's going on? You know, like, really? Like, you know what the letter is. And I go, I know what the letter is, but I can't read the letter. Like, and, um, and at that point I was having, I had a lap band and the lap band was failing. I mean, I couldn't, I was in, and and the endometriosis was so far, I, I was so far in it at that point. And ended up having stage four and never realized that I had it. So I could hardly walk. I mean, I was like uh, 365 pounds. I was full of, of fluid because of the endometriosis throughout my entire body. I was losing my eyesight um, and it had gastric bypass surgery coming to get rid of the lap band because they knew it was failing because it was covered in endometriosis. And um, so... At that point, I, I was, and I, I had to go stay with my mom for a week. <laughs> oh, wow. And I, yeah. And, uh, and then I ended up getting an infection and I had to stay another week. And so it was like, you know, uh, okay, so how, how are we going to do this? You know, and I'm recovering. So I'm not like full of energy and I'm not getting out of bed much because I had this eye surgery and, and I'm just a physical wreck. And, um, so I said, you know what, I, I have to, um, I have to figure this out. Like I, I have to, uh, do, you know, whatever it takes. So that was probably what got the ball rolling is all those things coming together. And, um, and then I started to do some, um, personal development and I, I was, I was taking a course and, and I was somehow able to like walk in her shoes and and really understand from her perspective what life was like and um my I'm five seven my mom is five feet tall and my parents married really young (laughs) my mom and I are two weeks apart birthday wise um and 20 years and two weeks basically so 20 years apart so we raised each other and um so she was yeah so she had just turned just barely turned 20 when she had me and she's five feet and I was like almost nine pounds 21 inches like this humongous oh yeah you tried to kill her oh yeah I I did and and she kind of felt that you way from the beginning right so I come out and I I got a unibrow going on and I I you know was yeah it just was like a rub from the very, very beginning. And, um, 
and I, I, I don't know what everyone's beliefs are, but I had someone tell me that I was actually one of my purposes for being was to help my parents figure out their relationship and it became clear before I ever uh, stepped out of the womb that that was never going to happen. And these two loved each other. I, that That's a whole nother story, but they never could make it work. And um, so when I was three and a half, my brother was born and my brother was born with chronic adult leukemia as oh, wow. an infant. So all I knew as a three and a half year old was who the heck are you and why are you taking all my attention? Like what, like what's going on here? Like my, my parents just like did a, a 360 and now they're with you and they're not with me. And so like you were saying, as a child, you don't understand all the dynamics. Right. So once I was able to walk in her shoes and, and really understand like her perspective, then she and I had a conversation after that and really talked about what actually had happened from her perspective. And so here's two young parents with their second child. They go to the doctor on Christmas Eve and my mom was like 23 I think my dad was like 26 ish or something like somewhere around there and um, he sits him down and he says so your son's got a terminal illness and he'll probably die and uh, you probably your marriage probably won't survive this uh, and Merry Christmas see you later Wow like the, no no support no like, treatment no nothing like you're out of here thanks thanks for stopping by and getting the information uh and so so that's <laughs> that's where my parents were at and so they were like okay so he's probably gonna die so we're gonna obviously spend as much time and give him as much attention as we can and then obviously it put all this pressure on the relationship and then what my mom found out later is my dad actually blamed my mom, but my dad died of leukemia. Oh, wow. And it's not a genetic disease. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um. Wait, so your brother was born with it and your dad died from it? Yeah, and my brother survived. Oh. And I don't think that you get to make deals with God, but you know that man made lots of deals. Like, yeah. I'll take it and you please let him live. You, you, that's what a parents do, right? That's what we do. We're on our knees for whatever it takes for yeah. our kids, right? Yes. And um, yeah, so here's all these dynamics in these relationships, right? And um, and then my, my mom drank in high school. She blacked out um, and she was a screamer. But my mom's five feet tall. And she, in order to get her point across, I think sometimes she felt like she had to scream it out, right? She's got kids, like she's looking up and they're towering over her. And she's a single mom running a business. Uh, and she wanted to go out and have a good time too and fit that in somewhere along the line too. You know, and we were always saying, well, how come you're leaving us? And I mean, she worked 12, 14 hour days. And um, so... I, yeah, it, it was a lot of work. And I knew that I could never change her at that point at, right. at 44. When I, when I decided to take this on, 
I knew I was never going to change her because I had gone to therapist with her alone. Uh, I had not talked to her. I had talked to her. I uh, stopped taking calls after a certain time if she had been drinking. I, the, the whole family didn't accept calls after a certain hour, all that stuff. And nothing was working. Like none of it worked. Uh, and so, um, yeah, so I just started working on me. You know, and same thing that you did. My first book, she was one of the first ones that bought my book. And she's like, you know, and she's always said, you have to write a book, you have to write a book, and you have to be a teacher, you have to be a teacher. And and she's kind of sorry in a way because teachers don't get paid that much. And she sees how much I work and, you know, and all that stuff. And um, so, yeah, so we transformed the relationship. And then we plopped my stepsister in the middle of it who has PTSD on top of PTSD on top of PTSD and tons and tons of trauma and has never worked uh, a day in her life and or very little not not supporting herself so now my parents are supporting her and trying to work with her and she just jumped right in the middle of that relationship and so then I had to step back again and I'm like okay so am I Am I, am I done? Am I just putting my hands up and I'm now giving up on, on the relationship that we finally built? Um, you know, so, uh, it, it's not like you don't do it and it's done. No, it's an ongoing thing. It is. And I think that's what, you know, I, I think that's where people go wrong is they think, oh, we healed this hurt and there'll never be another hurt or there'll never right. be another disappointment or there'll never be, a. No, I mean, she freaked when I wanted to move here. See, her and my stepdad both sat me down and they're like, okay, so what's the plan and what are you, you know? And then my stepsister, that, like, they were like, fine, whatever you want to do, go do it because we got to deal with her, you know? So, um, and I think, you know, in dealing with, in doing some of the education and trauma and all of that stuff is in, hopes that I can get to her somehow too and help uh help that relationship and maybe she could have a relationship with them too instead of this you know this constant rub and the thing is um when I listen to you I hear that maybe your mom felt like you were strong you know in each each of these instances you were the strong one, so you, you didn't really need her. But yeah. these other people, you know, they had all these problems, these issues, and they needed her most. But you would understand because you're the strong one. Yeah. You know, it's kind of what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yeah, That that's awesome. That's awesome. And the fact that you can um, hold space for people and be a listening ear, do you do more single sessions or do you prefer to work with groups i'm going to do some coursework to start out with um and 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 really create the space where people are ready to do what's needed to transform the relationship because um it isn't like you give somebody to even a therapist you you can't even it, like i said i went to a therapist i went by myself i went with her I, I, I did it all. In fact, at one point I finished, uh, sessions with this therapist and I had told her that I wasn't talking to my mom at that point. 
And um, on the very last day, she was like, oh, I thought you meant, like, you were talking to her, like, for birthdays and things like that. But I was like, which part of, I'm not talking to her at all. Like, which part didn't didn't you connect with, you know? She didn't hear you. So, no, no. I, and unfortunately, I think that's a gap with a lot of therapy because a lot of therapists get into therapy become therapists to help themselves you know um so yeah. i i think that um and and so i think that we have to start to get quiet and we have to start to be open to what's possible because otherwise you're never going to be able to step into that other person's shoes and i think you have to i i think somewhere along the line you have to do that to really understand, I mean, her parents left and moved when she was three. At three, she walked, I don't know how, a mile and a half to find her family. Yeah, they left her. She was the only girl. And there's all kinds of junk in, you know, in her, her growing up. And I was super close with my grandma, her mom. And that was hard for her, too, because she wasn't a mom to her and she didn't protect her right from the big bads and so um so that was another rub you know gotcha i i um identify with all of this because <laughs> my mom was also young 18 when i was born so we did grow up a lot together yeah and uh yeah and it was quite interesting and i did have a really 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 close relationship with my grandmother you know and so yeah i understand all that um but it's so important to get these relationships on track well it affects you as a mother too yeah. i mean what i know it was in the back of your head because i know what kind of mom you are yeah. we've talked about that and the kind of mom i am i was not going to create that yelling screaming cycle yeah. that i grew up in and i had to work really really hard as a mom to have that relationship and um and then i came back around and fixed the other relationship you know but mm -hmm. my mom loves being a grandma she liked being a grandma way more than she liked being a mom she told me that I, which is uh, my mom's the same way yeah <laughs> yeah yeah same yeah, thing and i grew up in a household of perfection that everything had its place and it had all the tables were glass and everything had to be cleaned and you had to get up at eight o'clock in the morning. She didn't care if you were a teenager or whatever your needs were. She didn't care. And then I had my son and she was taking care of my son. And I show up the first time that I went uh, with his dad and we went and did, uh, did some parent time or adult time, came back. There were pots and pans and his toys everywhere. And I just walked in the house and I went, where am I? <laughs> and she's like well he can do whatever he wants he's my grandson and i love him and mm -hmm. yeah and and it's and like, continued you, right yeah it yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah she'll call me sometimes now just to check in and see how he's doing and i said we'll give him a call and find out how he's doing <laughs> he's got a phone. and i'm good yeah exactly exactly yeah. Or she'll call him to find out information about me, you know, and he he's Fort Knox, you know, so 
she's like, oh, I'm not getting anything out of him, darn it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but no, th- those really, they're critical. And if you don't fix them, it affects every, it affects how much money you earn. It affects the kind of work that you do, the job that you have, your job satisfaction, uh, your love relationships. Yes, all of it. I am, I, I am just completing uh, divorce number three. Yeah. And I am not uh, doing it again. I'm now looking at me and doing the work that I need to do for me in, in the, that area, those relationships. So yeah. it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an a onion. snowball effect. Yeah. And it's an onion. There's mm-hmm. layer after layer after yeah. layer after layer. Yeah. Yes. That is correct. All right. So we're getting down to the wrap up. Yeah. So what I want you to tell people, if there's someone watching that is in the middle of this type of relationship, you know, mother-daughter relationship, what would you say to them? I would say... Um, have compassion have compassion for yourself have compassion for if it's a mother a mother-in-law i mean sometimes we don't get to pick our family sometimes they're picked for us so shit you say that again (laughs) (laughs) right yeah so i i think compassion is number one uh and it's got to go you know it's got to go both ways and um and and I can tell you, you can transform any any relationship. I, if no, no one would have believed that I would be able to be that close to my mom. I mean, we we've made art together now. She has, uh, you know, it's funny when you're a kid, you have stuff on the refrigerator, right? That you make art, your parents put on the refrigerator. Right. My, my parents are super, super picky and they have five pieces of my art hanging in their house now. Oh, that is so nice. Yeah. That's like uh, the ultimate comp. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I say, uh, you can transform any relationship. You just have to be willing to do it and I have lots of I have a group like I said of mothers and daughters that is a free Facebook group I've got um, some so a few tools on Facebook I mean on YouTube and there'll be more to come on just how to um, kind of relax and be open and start to to um, do some of that healing yes yeah. that is that's awesome let people know where they can find you where they can connect with you yeah, so um, really, if you type in Jamie Arias, uh, and it's J-A-M-I-E, <laughs> um, you can find me uh, anywhere, but it's uh, mother-daughter relationships, and um, uh, it's actually, my, I have a link tree, which is um, Jamie Lynn Arias, so, and my Gmail is, and it's L-Y-N, my middle name, so it's first, last, or first, middle, and last name, and that's it's really you can find me on LinkedIn, you can find me on TikTok, you can find me on Instagram, whatever, whatever you and I'm getting more and more on on Clubhouse. Yeah. Yes. I love Clubhouse. It's a me great too. I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. I yeah. do. Yeah. All right. And well, I, I loved talking with you. It's I was gonna say so, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. 
just an awesome conversation. Yeah. I know I say this every time, y'all. <laughs> but it's just an awesome conversation. So many nuggets. Um, I really believe that if you are having those type of issues with any relationship, I think, I don't even think we can limit it to mother-daughter relationships, but any relationship issue, I think that you should reach out to Jamie because she can help Thank you. Thank you. You're so I, I, yeah, I would love to. I'm feeling you all. I'm feeling you, girl. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah, she, she can. Um, I believe that just like you said, relationships are the core. You know, because oh. everything else just snowballs from there. Definitely. All right. So thank you guys for joining us. It's been a blast. We have had so much fun. Thank you yeah. for taking it like good fellas with us right here on Straight Out of Savannah talking with Tammy. And if you are a person that is changing the planet and you would like to come on here and talk about it, I welcome that. You can send me a message on any of the platforms that I am on, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Clubhouse, you name it, I'm pretty much everywhere. So you can find me at any of those spaces. But I appreciate you joining, watching, or listening. And thank you so much for your time. And thank you, Jamie, for joining me. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Yep. I know you've been blown away with the amazing value here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it on Straight Out of Savannah. Talking with Tammy.